It had to be you. <laughs> it had to be you. All right, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to Island Ghost Radio, live from Katie's Bar. Whoa, thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, I'm Mike Taylor. I'm Diane Constell. I'm Erica Papino. And co-hosting tonight from LIPRI, we have Thelma and Noah. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Ah. Can you hear us? Louder, louder. Get closer to your mic. Hello. Make love to the microphone, Thelma. Oh, no. <laughs> Can you hear them? Barely. That we can hear. That we can hear. Hello. Technical difficulties. Ten seconds in. That's not good. <laughs> They're not very loud. You're going to have to get very close. Blow the mic. All right. We are doing a show live from Katie's Bar in Smithtown. Why are we doing this show? Thelma, why are we doing this show? Uh, Don't be we're shy. Doing it, uh, to raise funds for uh, for the restoration of the Shanley Hotel up in Napanoff, New York. The historic haunted Shanley Hotel. Right. Yes, and we're also doing it because we want to bring people together who may or may not have had paranormal experiences, That's and right. we want everyone to be able to talk openly. We're coming out of the closet, folks. <laughs> No, just Mike is. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Thursday nights. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So we are here. Not only Katie's is not only a uh, bar, but it's a haunted bar. And we're going to play some evidence that we've captured from Katie's bar. And we're going to have Brian on the show, the owner of Katie's bar, in a few minutes. Ah, uh, but first, 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 <laughs> we want to get to our poll results that we had up on our website, islandghostradio.com. We asked the question, what do you believe ghosts are? We figured we're having a ghost party. We should ask that question because many people probably have different opinions. And it was a multiple choice people could choose from. And why don't we go through some of those answers now and see what people voted for? You guys want to read oh, off? Can I start? Can I start? Maybe. You got a dollar to pay me? <laughs> <laughs> Bite me anyway. The first ah. choice was disembodied spirits or souls of the deceased. The second selection was non-human entities, angels and demons, etc. Oh, you thought uh, I was going to go. <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you read All right. It. The next one would be the subconscious mind having psycho uh, psychokinetic physical effects on the environment. Uh, Talking to the microphone? I'm trying. It's a, it's a radio show. <laughs> Talking um, to the mic. <laughs> also known as poltergeist. Emotions and events embedded in the environment, also known as residual hauntings. A brief overlap of past, present, or future events, also known as time slips. Interactions with entities from parallel planes of existence, dimensional crossovers. <clears throat> Fluctuations in the geomagnetic field causing hallucinations. <laughs> and uh, figments of our imaginations. And the last choice was, I don't know. What? I don't know. What? What's the answer? I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's get to those poll results now and see what people voted for. We're going to go from the least voted to the top. <laughs> yes. And a chance to win a brand new Buick. 
3% of the people that voted on our website voted, I don't know. So they didn't know what a ghost is. 4% voted, ghosts are figments of our imagination. Really? Does that mean they're crazy? Maybe. <laughs> Another 4% voted, fluctuation... Oh, I can speak. Ooh. Fluctuations in the geomagnetic field causing hallucinations, which is possible. 7% voted for the subconscious mind having psychokinetic effects on the physical environment. And that's poltergeist. Now, keep in mind, a poltergeist can be a living or a deceased person doing that. It's all controlling from the subconscious mind. <laughs> 8% voted a brief overlap in past and present and future events, otherwise known as time slips. You never know. You could be speaking to someone from 1942, and they could be hearing you in 2009. Can time slip on a banana peel? It can. <laughs> I thought so. I, I, it's been physically I can only imagine proven. the mess. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. And 9% voted non-human entities, such as angels and demons. 12% voted for interactions with entities from paranormal planes of existence, dimensional crossovers. Anyone watch Star Trek? Ah, one person. <laughs> you could have parallel planes of existence. Maybe somehow the lines get blurred and we see into another dimension. Geek. <laughs> yes, I'm a geek. I am. I, I admit excuse it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Know, yes. So you have the picture. I do have a Star Trek uniform. It's out He's there for everyone two. here. I have two. More like dork, not geek. Sorry. Ah. Uh, yes, I need the pity. Thank you. Um, Fourteen percent voted for emotions and events embedded in the environment, which is residual hauntings. Maybe someone was murdered in a house, and the, that house retained the memories of that horrific event? We don't know. And the winner, <laughs> who won the I'm brand new Buick. Buick. <laughs> <laughs> 39% voted disembodied spirits or souls of the deceased. So most people believe that these are deceased people. Who are ghosts? I'm just curious. Is there anybody out there right now um, in Katie's that doesn't believe in ghosts? Raise your hand. Just one. Turn around. Yeah. Tur show your face, you show heathen. Your face. Come on, come oh, on. oh, there he is. He <laughs> All right. Just How many here do believe in ghosts? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's. What, it's I was going to say it's a radio show, folks. Cheer! The audience can't hear you. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We're well, ha we're going to have some time after um, we get done asking Brian some questions for you folks to ask him if you have any questions for Brian. Yes. Or us. But let's go over what we believe in this poll. Erica, why don't you start us off? What do you believe the answer is? Uh, it's, it's, I think it's a mixture of a few things. Disembodied spirits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>, my nose. <laughs> Mom always said, don't play ball in the house. Um, Non-human entity... No, it's not non-human entity. Angel, angels and demons aren't ghosts. You don't know it's, what to believe, do it's, you? It's, it's a person without a body. <laughs> okay? Okay. Diane, what do you believe? Well, I actually believe that every single one of these is possible. So it's not possible to know which one is the truth, because until we're on the other side, how are we going to know? Noah, how about you? What do you believe? Oh, great. <laughs> Speak up. Speak up. <laughs> I uh, actually kind of got a little in-depth with this one. I think... Yes. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. I think uh, actually ghosts are... Could be emotions, events embedded in the environment, residual hauntings. I uh, think that's ghosts. And then spirits are intelligent. They interact with you. They are uh, disembodied spirits, obviously, souls of the deceased. Um, <laughs> oh, there's one now. Yeah, Sorry. do that. Sorry, well, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, ghosts are uh, like residual hauntings, and uh, spirits are more or less intelligent. They interact with you. Thelma, how about you? What do you believe? Actually, I, I uh, was going to say exactly what he said. Um, I think ghosts are... Um, microphone. 
Microphone. I'm talking <laughs> to the mic. Radio show. Hello. Microphone. <laughs> um, I believe the ghosts are residual. I think it's something like uh, what you experience, say, for example, at Gettysburg. So you don't think ghosts are intelligent? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I think spirits. Um, I think spirits. Oh, are so the you're, ones you're differentiating spirits yes, from. Yes, I think ghosts would be. Um, residual um, things you see say like a battlefield haunt or, or things like that um, you know things that don't interact with you but that's again that's just my opinion all right well what I believe is I don't know I would have voted for I don't know on this list you would have yeah really? absolutely because really seriously we we have our own paranormal groups we've been doing this for a number of years but I can't say for sure what a ghost is I, I had a paranormal experience when I was younger uh, I know I'm not crazy because the voices in my head tell me I'm not. I so I have to trust them. He's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little. But, um, yeah, I can't say for sure. But that's part of the fun is searching for the pieces of the puzzle. You've never had an experience that made you go, oh, my God, that's a ghost. Oh, I've had things that make me go, hmm. Oh. Plenty of times. <laughs> but you won't say it's a ghost. I don't know what a ghost is. Anyway, I'm, I'm he's, taking, getting all, he's getting all political. I'm Move taking the right cop-out answer here. I can't say for sure what a ghost is, but uh, we're going to talk later with Brian and find out what he believes a ghost is and some of the experiences that have gone on in this very bar. So, but, um, Can we give some shout-outs? Yes, we can. Want to give some shout-outs to some groups that are here besides? Oh, Night Paranormal! <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> besides LIPRI and IGI we have Night Paranormal NYGHT from your ghost hunting team Woo! we have ESP Eastern Suffolk Paranormal here Woo! with us we have Long Island Oddities we got Long Island Oddities anyone forgetting who are we missing anybody shout it out Go, don't be shy <laughs> You're with LIPRI. What are you talking about? Ah. You didn't know she started her own group. <laughs> Is there something I don't know? Oh, uh, so how about um, we bring Brian on yes. to talk about some of it? Sorry, technical problem here. Everybody give Brian a hand. He's the owner of the bar. Ah, thank you, Brian, for allowing us to have this party here. Okay, thanks for having me. Uh, We couldn't have it any other way. We're here. Well, you could have did it anywhere else, but uh, thanks for everybody for coming down. I really appreciate it. Um, The paranormal stuff we have going on here is for real. You know, it's no joke. Can we, I, stop, can we stop the music now? Oh, yeah. I kind of like the music, but it's all right. <laughs> it makes him feel uh, all Johnny Carson-like. Yeah. He's, he's talking about the paranormal stuff being real, and we have like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it ain't circus music. <laughs> it's jazzy. It's a Tonight Show. Anybody old enough to remember the Tonight Show? No. I mean, like Johnny Carson Tonight Show? No. Okay. Not Jay Leno. Here, we're talking. Okay. All right. Let me end the music. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> There's the fade out. Soundboard is a little rough tonight. Okay. <laughs> so, Brian, thank you for joining us. You opened this bar in the year 2000, right. but the building has a lot of history. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, about the history of this building? Sure. It was built in uh, around 1912. We're not really sure. The records aren't really clear. But there was a hotel that was here that burned down December 5th, 1909. And we're trying to get to the bottom of that, like who died in that fire. And... Um, it was a candy store, it was a real estate, it was a welding supply, it's been a lot of things. There's pictures on the wall all through the years of the various uh, businesses that have been here. But it's also rumored to be a bootlegging place when it was, uh, you know, during Prohibition. So it makes sense that Charlie bought his cigars here, Charlie our ghost, and, um, and hung out here, maybe had a couple, tossed a few back. And uh, also, when I took the place, everybody told me it was cursed. 
and really? nobody ever made any money here. Sure. And um, I go, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm going to take it anyway. Because I only, I paid like $200 for the place because it was so messed up. Wow. Yeah, but it, Wait a minute, but you paid $200? $200 for Katie's, but wow. it had $100,000 plus in debt oh. that I had to assume. Ah, okay. So, but I said, screw it. I rolled the dice. Here I am. And um, if you guys look at the picture where that gentleman's standing right there, you'll see pretty much the condition of the place that I got it in. And it was falling down. Soda guns didn't work. No taps. Uh, just horrible, horrible. And this is, you know, I sold my house uh, to build it to the way it looks today. Did the previous owner ever tell you any of the stories? He just said he couldn't keep any wine glasses, and everybody told him it was cursed. Um, he only had a few wine glasses at a time, and he was always losing them. He thought people were stealing them. Erica? Yeah, I don't like that question. <laughs> uh, Brian, when did you first experience paranormal activity in this bar? Um, only a couple of weeks after I had it. Um, I was closing the door upstairs, which is the emergency door from downstairs, and it was a big old heavy piece of junk door, and it had a bar on it, and I had really slammed it, and the door broke, and the bar broke in my hands, and I was falling down the stairs backwards, and I felt something touch me on my back and keep me from falling, and that's the first thing that happened here, and I, and I, I looked back, and I said, hey, thanks a lot, whoever that was pretty cool and uh, but I I kind of thought it might have been like a dead relative or something like that I didn't attribute it to being something at Katie's awesome hmm but a lot of psychics three of them three of my trusted psychic friends have got my aunt downstairs and two of them named her and uh you know in even more detail um so pretty so cool so psychics have told you that have come in here that it's your ancestors possibly protecting you maybe yeah uh standing on a line there's a line where the dance floor separates the bar floor and it doesn't line up with anything and they always ask me why did you put this line here why did you separate the floor like that and i said i don't know <laughs> it doesn't make any sense i don't know why they said well this is where the old foundation from the trainer hotel ended and the ghost can't get through it the bad ghost anyway Hey, Brian, what was the scariest experience you've had here? Uh, the scariest was the, um, the three times I had sleep paralysis when I used to nap downstairs and the one time when I had the out-of-body experience. When I never had one before since, I kind of thought it was pretty cool until the end when I figured out what the hell was going on. You want to tell us about that? Well, yeah, if you would ask. <laughs> we're only That's doing we're a show, to, Brian. It's like a, no, it's a give and take. I, you know, I didn't know. Um, you know, I told you, and then, you know, well, yeah, okay, there you go. Spill the beans. Spill it for All right, yeah, sure. I, no, no worries. Um, I thought she was going to ask me something to lead me in cooler, but you know, <laughs> my bad, my bad, everybody. Anyway, so um, I used to sleep downstairs because I lived far away, and um, and so I used to nap downstairs. There was a couch and. Two times I had sleep paralysis where when you were a little kid, you had a nightmare and you couldn't scream for your mom and dad and you couldn't move. That's what it was like. It doesn't happen to adults as often as children. So I was a little freaked out about that. It felt like something was pressuring my chest down and constricting me. And I actually felt internally like I was battling something. So it kind of scared me and I was pissed off. And the only way I could get it to let me go was to call it a pussy. <laughs> I would call it a pussy and say, you mess with me in my sleep, uh, you're kind of a pussy, you know? And I would keep calling it a pussy and it would let me go. Can I say that on the air? Yes. <laughs> you already did. Yeah. All right, I already did. Am I in trouble? FCC. Nope, no. All right, cool. Because so, it gets worse. I think the ghosts are pissed at that. But well, fuck him. The guy downstairs, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Me and Charlie are cool, but the guy downstairs, him, man. That's why I don't leave. That's, you know, I'm like, I sold my house and my chopper to build this bar and, and you know, he doesn't like me. He can go shit his hat, you know. I'm not, I'm not leaving. So, so I get a feeling downstairs. I'm like, I'm, I'm moving this couch. It, this is a bad place. That I don't like it here. So I move the couch under the Guinness mirror, which I find out later is the craziest place and part of this whole bar. I don't even know that. So I move the couch over there, and I'm sleeping one time, taking a nap, and I wake up, 
and I swing my legs over, and I sit down, and I go to tie my boots, and I look back, and my body's still sitting on the, sleeping on the couch. So I'm sitting in my own torso, and I'm looking back, I'm like, I'm having one of those out-of-body experiences. <laughs> this is kind of cool. So I'm looking around and kind of digging it, you know, and um, with that, down the stairs comes my dead dog oh. that I put, just put down about three months before, and I really miss him. So he comes down, and I know it's a dream, you know, but why you having fun? Why would you stop it? You know, you can, you know. I, want to, I miss my dog. So I'm petting him, and he's jumping all over me, and he looks great. He's not sick anymore, and we're having a good time. And then after a few minutes, he does the doggy thing, the running back and forth, where he's trying to get me to follow him up the stairs. And I kept saying, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. My body's right here. I'm not leaving. Just come here. And he would come back, and we would play. And then after a while, he did the doggy thing, like, hey, man, let's go. We got to go. Come on. Let's go up the stairs. And I'm, no, I'm not going. Come back. And he kept coming back. So after like the fourth time, I went, I get a weird feeling about this. So I go, sit down. He sits down. He looks right up at me. And I go, do the trick. And there's a trick we have that I'm not telling you guys what it is. Very few people know what the trick is. And he doesn't know what I'm talking about. So I go, you're not my fucking dog. Oh, man. That's creepy. And he took off. So now I know I'm in a bad spot. I got to either wake up or go back to sleep because whatever I'm in, I'm vulnerable and it wants me to leave my body. So I lay back down in my body and it locks me up hard, way 10 times harder than it did at the other part of the room. This thing's got me good. I, it's like sleep paralysis on steroids. <laughs> so I go, all right, you got me, bastard. You know, you got me. I go, um, <clears throat> so I'm trying to fall asleep. I can get my hands barely up over my eyes. I could see through my eyelids and through my hands. I, I can't block the room out. I start to fall asleep a little bit, and then I see tomorrow's newspaper, and it says, bar owner dies in his sleep. Oh, no. no. So I result back to what everybody told me not to do, is to call them out on it. Everybody says, don't, you know, don't mess with them, don't challenge them, but I have to, because it's the only thing I know that works. So, of course, I call him a pussy again. <laughs> like, you got me, this pussy, but this is what I promise you. You got me this time. I can't, I can't break free. You got me, but this is what I'm going to do. The first thing I do when I die is I'm coming looking for you. And I'm going to kick your ass from one end of spirit world to the other, nonstop. When I get to the pearly gates, St. Peter, thank, thank, thank you very much for letting me in. I got to go take care of something, and your ass is mine. And it let me go. Called up my friend, come with the truck, threw the couch out, never slept down there again, never will. Wow. Hmm. Wow. How do you follow that one? That's yeah. Really, that's really intense. So that's what the part two of the paranormal state was supposed to be, but it never happened. That's a shame. Uh, yeah. Fair. And Montel Williams wanted to talk about it too, but really? that got edited, yeah. Uh, I was on, I was chatting with Montel Williams, which is, he's a pretty cool guy if you guys ever get a chance to work with him. Seems like it. Yeah, he's very cool. So I was chatting with him, and he's like, you need to tell my audience this story about when your dead dog came to see you. And with that, I had a broken hand at the time. My friend was helping me. He was typing, and I was telling him what to type. And something whispered in my ear. We were downstairs, and I went, and I said to my friend, did you hear that? And he said, no, what are you talking about? I said, something just whispered in my ear. And what did it say? It's nothing. It sounded like a little kid playing whisper. And that was really creepy. And I asked it to do it again, and no. And I asked it for the lottery numbers, and no good. Did you ever feel that having a haunted bar would ever hurt business? Well, I felt in the beginning it really hurt business because I felt that the darkness was so bad that it was keeping people from coming. And it just didn't feel right. This place felt bad. And like Gail and Karen, they were like, you got some dark stuff going on here. You got you to gotta cleanse this place. So I'm like, do whatever you got to do because I have nothing left to sell and there's nobody in this place. So they came and they cleansed it, and it just felt so much better right away, and people started coming back. 
And then little by little, little you know, smaller groups would say, hey, I heard this place is haunted. Can we check it out? And Yeah, go ahead. And they would hey, we have this new machine. Can we try it out in your bar? Yeah, go ahead. And they would always find stuff. And then finally you got the call from you know, uh, A&E and Penn State. And then it really started to, it turned around. Instead of hurting business, it's really been helping business. Ha. Huh. You would think it'd be the opposite. Uh, it was it was bad for you know two or three years. It was really bad. A lot of fights. A lot of bad people showing up. Tough guys, and that's all gone. Good. Yeah. What are uh, some of the experiences employees or patrons have had here? Uh, of course, the wine glasses, which you know we're really big for. But we just had one fly off the rack uh, two days ago, and I have it on tape. Once I figure out how to upload it, you guys can check it out. Awesome. Uh, it's on a security camera, like program that you're not allowed to like mess with because of security reasons so you got to get a special program through the company that you bought the camera system from so once i have that then i'll be able to upload it but we have it uh nobody was standing near it and the and the glass just came off actually it happened to liz right liz yeah yeah happened to liz that girl over there yeah, it happened to her. She was standing right about there when it happened. And it happened off the center rack, which is really rare. It usually happens off a different rack. But the center rack, and it wasn't a wine glass this time. It was a, it was a Collins glass. Well, Brian, do you notice if the activity is more prevalent either at day or nighttime? Um, no. If you're here during the day and you go downstairs, you'll hear footsteps. Really? Um, yeah. You'll hear stuff and feel stuff all the time. Um, but... Just the last month or so, it's been nuts here. What is the absolute freakiest thing you've experienced here? Uh, well, the out-of-body experience isn't going to top anything. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Brian, mm. what scares you more, the people at the bar or the ghosts? The pe <laughs> the, definitely the people. <laughs> the ghosts I can handle. <laughs> Did you notice any, like, any triggers uh, with paranormal activities such as maybe a full moon or a thunderstorm or a certain time, you know. Right, well. A party, maybe? Yeah, l lightning seems to go hand in hand with a lot of paranormal activity. Hmm. And, um, yeah, and when, when Chip Coffee or Ryan Bueller here, we usually lose a glass or two. Cool. Yeah. We're supposed hmm. to get some lightning tonight. There you go. You never know what could stir up here. Cool. Delma. <laughs> um, how many ghosts do you think are here at Katie's? I think there's two to three. I think there's two to three ghosts. I think Charlie comes and goes as he pleases, but um, downstairs there's something dark. I don't know what the hell it is. I'd love to get to the bottom of it and find out if anybody died in the trainer hotel fire. And, you know, if anybody's psychic here, if you can get who you think those guys are downstairs, um, you know, let me know what, what you pick up. Hmm. Has uh, anything ever followed you home? I don't think anything ever followed me home. There was a brief time for about two or three weeks at home there was crazy stuff, but nothing compared to my old house where I grew up. I mean, that was insane. My friends wouldn't even sleep over my house. That's how crazy my house used to be. So I think I'm like a magnet for them, which I don't mind. Do you ever uh, interact with the ghosts? Do you speak to them when you're here? Just when, when something happens. I tell them goodnight, you know, when I leave. And um, what Hoping we do is if something breaks or something strange happens, <laughs> we feel it's Charlie. We leave him a pint and a shot glass ah. for a drink. You're hoping they won't wreck the place, right? When uh, well, we just want to, you know, a gift, you know, like Santa Claus, like you know. Santa. You leave him a little something, little some cookies. <laughs> but Charlie don't want cookies. <laughs> He wants hash brownies. Yeah, he wants beer. Do you have any patrons or people that work at the bar that are afraid to be here? Well, some of the girls don't want to go downstairs and get ice by themselves when they're by themselves or go downstairs by themselves. They do anyway, most of them. The chicken? I'm doing the chicken. Oh, uh, okay. But um, it's not too bad. And, you know, maybe one person out of a thousand is like, I'm not going there, it's haunted. But, you know, but, you know tenfold people come because it is. How many people are here tonight are here because it's haunted? Anybody? Make some noise? Nobody. Nobody? <laughs> a little delay. Remember, so. don't raise your hands. This is a radio show. Okay. Shout it out. How many people are here just for the booze? Yeah. <laughs> ah, we see your here? true colors now. How many people are here just to see Mike? 
How many are here to see me get naked? Oh, God. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. The night is young. Anyway, not to digress, but... Uh, <laughs> sorry, Brian. Oh, no worries, man. <laughs> Brian, I'm, a, I'm a team player, so... Brian, yeah. so you're telling serious stories, oh, no. and I have no, to no, no. interject he nudity. He said he's a team player, so he's oh, going to get naked, too. Yeah. Oh. Who, wants to see, who wants to see Brian get naked? No, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I got the singles to see Mike get naked. <laughs> uh, tell us about Katie's being featured on A and E. How did they contact you, and uh, what was your experience with that? Um, it was kind of out of the blue. Actually, they sent uh, Karen an email, and she put Karen, them. Karen who? Karen Marcello, right there, the psychic downstairs. Hi, Karen! And they sent her an email, and then she put me in touch with them. And um, they came down, uh, a lot of phone calls. They actually investigated me for months and months before they offered me the show. Uh, phone calls, emails. Then, then Betsy, who actually owns the show, would come out and videotape me. She even brought her parents to meet me. <laughs> it was real grassroots in the beginning. And she made it seem like it was just going to be showed in colleges and such. And, and then it just took off and, and ended up on A&E. And um, even when the team came, they didn't think, they thought it was BS. And then they were blown away by what happens here. And every field trip, they're still blown away. Brian, can I just interrupt you and yeah. say that uh, our group has been here a few times and we have been blown away. I was, a, I was a complete skeptic coming here. I have to admit, you know, most people when they say they have a haunted place, I go to it, I want to investigate, but... I have to wonder, you know, are they doing it just to drum up business? But no, we've actually caught stuff, and we're going to play some of that in a few minutes. This, this place is legitimately haunted. We've been here 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning. And we, later, I guess, we'll tell you what we saw and what amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing experiences here. So um, Brian speaks the truth about this. This is not just a publicity stunt to try and drum up business. But... Um, Paranormal State, did they actually help business? Yeah, Paranormal State helped business so much. And then they did two field trips, um, which helped a lot. And they did a, um, when the show came out, they actually drove here from Pennsylvania just for gas money. They said, just give us gas money and nice. we'll come uh, for when your show airs. So that was very cool. Um, they're very busy. They stay in touch with me and been, you know, I know they're busy, but they've been good friends, you know, uh, good to me. That's good, because some TV shows leave you hanging after they come, and I won't name any names. Yeah, well, a lot of people feel that way about these guys, and I don't really feel that way. You know, I send them a text, they text me back. That's all I could ask. Sometimes I don't get it for a couple of days, but that's cool. I know they're busy. And they want a return to Katie's, but the executives won't approve it. Even Betsy, who had the show, wants to return to Katie's, but... You know, they're saying the guys in L.A. just won't approve it because there's the other episodes, too, where that little kid, what's that little kid, the, the Timmy and the, mm -hmm. that one rules. That's like my favorite. Too, yeah. I like that one better than mine, you know. <laughs> and people want to know what's going on with that kid. And, you know, they're not doing any follow-ups at this time. Brian, we're going to get to some of the EVPs that we've captured here. And by the way, for those that don't know what EVP stands for, it stands for Electronic Voice Phenomena. It's when we go in and we investigate, we ask questions in silence, and we don't hear the responses back, but sometimes we get responses on our audio recorders. So, Disembodied voices. Disembodied voices. We're going to play some of them that we caught here, but... um. Um, what's the uh, one thing that you, you've taken away from this whole experience? Uh, were you a believer before this? I was a believer because my mom is off the boat Irish, County Louth. You know, Irish ghost stories are part of bedtime stories. So I did believe, and she has some, my mom has some great ghost stories. So I did believe, but I didn't think the bar was haunted. You know, it really took a long time to go, wow, you know. And when the psychics named Charlie five years before we found out there really was a guy that lived across the street named Charlie, and he was a bartender that killed himself, we didn't know that when they named him. So that was really cool. That brought some stuff full circle. Hmm. All right. Why don't we get to some of the EVPs we've captured from this bar? Um, this first one, you're going to hear me. I was downstairs. I was setting up a camera, and I was setting it up with a UV light, 
and I was explaining to a fellow investigator what I was doing, and a voice comes in after I had done speaking saying, I believe it's saying, I shall not be seen there. Okay, so we're going to play that now. But not in front of the camera, like facing across, so if anything passes in front of it, will light up blue. Can everyone hear that? Yeah. Okay, I'll play that again. Play it again. So, yeah. That yeah, was, uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, Brian, speaking of, you haven't heard some of these. No, I've never, no, I've never heard those, and I've never um, seen anything, but people have. We have. Mike and I have. I've never seen, like, an outline. I see the flying glasses and, and hear the footsteps. You want yeah. Me, you want why don't, why tell don't we what, tell that story? Uh, uh, we were investigating here. It was just four of us. Mike and I just happened to be standing over there. We just happened to be looking into the corner of the bar. And no lie, he saw it too. This anomaly appeared. It was about the size of a TV screen. And it was a bluish aqua green. And it kind of looked like... It kind of looked like water, and it was just moving, and it was self-illuminated, and it just hung there, and it was, like, moving, and I'm staring at it with my jaw dropped open, thinking, like, what the hell is that? And then I see, out of the corner of my eye, Mike is standing there right next to me looking at the same spot. It hung there for, like, five seconds, which is a long time for something paranormal, and then it just went away, and Mike and I looked at each other, and we're like, did you just see that? It was amazing. Yeah, that's... That's number one that made me a believer of this place because, again, you know, I approach everything from a very skeptical, analytical point of view. I came in here and I was blown away the first, just the first night coming in here. I um, actually, I think there's a photo of that on our website, yes. islandghost.com. Yes. Okay. So the next one we caught, um, I believe this one, it's hard to pull out exactly what it's saying, but I believe it's saying, I think they know. So I'm going to play that now. Yeah, this was when I was giving a fellow investigator the tour of the place, and you'll hear the voice before I speak. Now, I think they know what? I don't know. <laughs> I think they know we're here. Yeah, who knows? Um, this next one. We caught a voice saying, is someone there? Would some fine gentleman please help me off the floor? All right, I wait, should wait, set wait. that let's, one up. Let's just set this up. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, yeah. That was Erica. What were you doing on the floor, I was, Erica? I, I sprawled out on the floor thinking I could stir up some ghosts, and I'm laying on the floor screaming, Help me. <laughs> help me. I can't get up. Will some fine gentleman help me off the floor? Yes, and we got that voice. We'll play it again. Would some fine gentleman please help me off the floor? That's, it, that's really soft. It's very faint. It says it's someone there. I'll play it just isolated. Here we go. Very Wait, iffy. I think somebody has an opinion. Anybody? Anybody have an opinion? Someone need help? Someone need help. That's, That's what you think it's saying? That, okay. would, that would match to what I was doing. Definitely. Erica was laying out on the floor like she always does. <laughs> well, especially after a night of drinking. No, there was no drinking. Well, you know, I just, I'm used to seeing you drunk. That's all right. Oh. Well, oh. something I wanted to say, because one, one of the voices sounds like it could be a small kid. And, um... It was about a year ago. Somebody came to take a bunch of pictures downstairs in the creepy mirror. So if you guys have your cameras, take lots of pictures in the creepy mirror. You, a lot of times you'll get stuff. And um, in the Wait, background... For those, yeah, for those that don't know, where's the creepy mirror? Uh, by the stairs. By the creepy stairs. Downstairs. 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 Back. In the back. In the back. Okay. <laughs> creepy everything over there. <laughs> so um, this person's taking pictures, and she says to me, Who's this? There's you, there's me, there's us, but who's this? And it seemed like a small child in the back wearing, like, early 1900s clothes, standing off in the back, just looking at us. And um, there it was, plain, and we're trying to debunk it, it, you know, no good. 
and she took a bunch more pictures, and there he was every single time. But then it wouldn't let her leave with the camera. The pictures would disappear. And you would watch the thumbnails just disappear off her camera. And all the other pictures of her washing her car and her dog and her pool would stay. But any pictures of that kid would disappear. Huh. So I did see something, but that was just on a camera. Mm -hmm. You would turn around. It wouldn't be there, but you took the picture and it was there. Hmm. All right. This next one... You be the judge out there. I don't know what this is saying. I titled it Unknown. All right? Hello? All right. You want my opinion what I think it's no, saying? No, no. Let them guess first. No. Play it again. Play it again. Play it a couple more times. Okay. I'll just I'll play it isolated. Here we go. Anybody? Erica was saying hello. I think it's saying your ass. What? <laughs> no, you're an ass, probably. Here I go. Here I'll play it again. Hello? <laughs> Maybe. I don't mean to plant the power suggestion here, but it sounds like they're calling you an ass, Erica. <laughs> hey, or they were looking worse. at your ass. I've been cold worse. Sounds like downstairs. <laughs> Maybe it is. Downstairs. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Erica more. just doesn't want to be called an ass. That's uh, all. No, I don't care. Yeah, play one more time. I really don't care. All right, I'll play it again. One more time. You're an ass. <laughs> it does sound like you're an ass. All right, I'll take it. Thank you. Let's hear it for the ass, everyone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> good times, everyone. Good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, all right, this last one. This one blows me away because um, I was I think I was saying something and had nothing to do with what I was saying but it sounds like a voice that says we have to celebrate now it is a bar so who knows but here we go someone in the middle of the room that's cool okay I'll play that one again someone in the middle of the room yeah. Let that be the motto for tonight. Yeah, yeah we, we have, have to, to celebrate. It is a ghost party. Yeah. Ghost party at Katie's. All right, I'll play that one more time, isolated. It sounded like a phone ringing, too. <laughs> I think that was someone's phone in the background. Unless the spirits have uh, AT&T, I don't know. Um... Obviously, Thelma and Noah are here from LIPRI. Let's give a hand to LIPRI. Now, Thelma and Noah, you've been here. You've had experiences. Do you have anything to share with us that you've experienced? Um, well, <clears throat> prior to being with LIPRI, I was with another group, which we've investigated here several times. And I've never, I haven't gotten anything evidence-wise um, but I have had personal experiences, but unfortunately they can't, you know, they don't count per se. But we were doing EVPs downstairs and I felt somebody brush my face, like it felt like fingers just brushing my face, like across my face. And unfortunately one of the investigators we were with um, was kind of provoking a little bit and the way it brushed my face, I, it didn't feel good, it didn't feel right. Um, so we had to stop. Um, but actually, we were here last week uh, when we were getting together to talk about last-minute details for the mm -hmm. party, and we were downstairs, and right behind Diane, both Noah and I, and we talked about it as we were leaving, we hadn't told each other when we were here, and we both saw something move behind you. It mm. was like Now you thanks, tell us. Thanks for telling me now. <laughs> it was, and again, we didn't, uh, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but I kept... I kept kind of peeking over Diane to see if what I saw, you know, if I could see something else, but it, it was quick. I saw movement. <laughs> Sorry, sound effects. <laughs> um, it was something was moving, and I saw it dart past her back, uh, which if you go downstairs, it, it would have been right um, at the very bottom of the stairs, you know, going down from here. So, And then as we were leaving, uh, we talked about it, and... Um, 
he actually, uh, Noah saw the same thing. It was, uh, he said he saw a dark mass and it shot across behind Diane. So that was kind of weird. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Diane, how do you feel about that? I wish I'd known at the time. Now I'm disappointed. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought I was seeing things, but then as you know, we were leaving, I said to him, wow, you know, I, I thought I saw something behind Diane move. And he behind said, oh Diane? God. Just a note, just a note. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't drinking. <laughs> no, we were completely sober. <laughs> ah, okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> but yes, uh, many people have had experiences here, and we encourage anyone who's listening Obviously, who isn't here? Come on down to Katie's, because uh, Brian, cause what's what's Katie's website? Uh, Katie's of Smithtown.com. That's easy. Yeah. So we're gonna open up the floor now to questions. If anyone has any questions, feel free to ask. Anyone? 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 Bueller? No. Bueller? Bueller? Okay. Jay. Jay from Night. Oh. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> um, I was just curious. As far as Mike, I know you are very big in the EVPs, um, as I am as well. But I know you know you and Selma, you guys prefer the cassette. I was just curious, what is it about the cassette that you prefer over digital? I myself you want, prefer digital. Do you want to repeat the question, just in case? Yes, he's asking uh, why we prefer a cassette over digital um, for EVP. Um, I prefer cassette. I. I can't really say why. I just know that I've caught more stuff on cassette. Maybe it has to do with the magnetics of the tape rather than a digital chip recording us. But um, as you know, cassette costs a lot of money, so I only use cassette during special investigations. As a matter of fact, cassette was used here. So The way I feel, I've caught a lot of things that are very, very faint. But once you raise the amplification, you hear them better. And I kind of feel like if I were to use a cassette, that background noise would hear it. Well, some people. Yeah. Yeah. When actually, when we went to the Shanley, and that EVP that we got that was really clear, it it was done with audio cassette. I've gotten some of the best EVPs I've ever gotten with audio cassette. And again, I don't know if it's because of the mechanics inside. I don't know what it is, um, but I've gotten some amazing EVPs. A lot of people yeah. like cassette because cassette is not as clear as digital and it creates its own white noise, so to speak, because there's a lot of hiss. Um, so some people feel that, that that white noise increases the chances for the spirits to you know, play off of that white noise. You know, but again, if you're just starting out as an investigator, I don't necessarily recommend just cassette. I say go with digital because you can equally capture things. Uh, just seems that cassette. Mm -hmm. If I had to say digital was at 75% for catching things, I'd say cassette is at 90. So a little better. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Let's hear it. Woo! Great Jay from Night. Anybody else have any questions? Anyone else want to ask Brian anything? I do. Okay, come yeah, on up. Step right up. And speak step right up. Hi, Brian. Hi. Nice and loud. With all the psychics that you had here, they couldn't pick up what was in the basement? Yeah, they do. Psychics picking up things in the basement. What do you say? Well, um, I get a few different things. They get a couple different names. Um, some people get uh, that he was crushed. The main dark guy, he was crushed and burned in the fire of the trainer hotel and he wasn't a happy guy in life he had a horrible job a horrible life and then he died a burning horrible painful death so now he's really pissed off and that's what a lot of people get now brian when did the, the trainer hotel was on this very land yes. right it's yep. not this building what year did that building burn down december 5th 1909 so it was a hundred years ago this December. We're having a 100th anniversary party, paranormal party, of the burning down of the Trainer Hotel. Yeah, so come down, guys. And come yes. here. Chip Coffee will be here for the weekend. Chip Coffee is going to guest bartend, and he's going to be doing gallery readings on Saturday afternoon, the 5th, and he'll be hanging around for the party. Awesome. Chip Coffee from Psychic Kids, right? Psychic Kids and Paranormal State. Yes. So come on down December 5th. Should be a fun time. Yeah, it's going to be cool. We're going to try to get some other people down here, too. A lot of people showing interest. 
good event. Anybody else have any questions? We're running short on time, but if you have any questions, let us Dan, know. Dan, Dan of Night does. Dan of Night. Dan New of York Man. Ghost Woo! Hunting Team. Nice and loud, Dan. When you were in the basement, you had your out-of-body experience. Right. When you awoke, did you feel any different? Did you feel sick? Have a headache? No, I felt fine. Felt fine? Yeah, I I didn't even know I was out of my body until I looked back and seen it sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was, yeah, it was two people there, sleeping me and me. Okay, before we go, we just want to tell you what's in some of the raffle baskets. Some really excellent prizes. We have a night for two at the haunted historic Shanley Hotel. Thelma, tell us what else we have. Oh, well, we have some autographed t shirts. We have a uh, Taps t shirt, which is autographed by the guys from Ghost Hunters. We have a Katie's t-shirt that has been signed by the cast of Paranormal State. Uh, and then we have gift baskets that have um, that are themed. We have a Paranormal State one that has DVDs and t-shirts. We have two Ghost Hunters baskets that um, have books and DVDs and all that. And then we have a metaphysical one that has incense and candles. Um, tarot cards. We have uh, tarot readings that we're raffling off. We have um, psychic um, psychic readings as well. Yes, two psychic um, readings. Two 15-minute right. psychic readings. Um, we also have a beginner ghost hunters uh, basket and a horror movie uh, gift basket. So um, keep in mind, guys, that these raffles, uh, the proceeds are going to the restoration of the Shanley. So... Um, you know, yes, buy, Hotel. buy some raffle tickets. Your chances yes. of winning are very good. Uh, we do have the, the silent auctions. Um, the t-shirts, the signed t-shirts and the Shanley night are not uh, raffles. They're silent auctions, which if you just walk over to where um, the uh, pool table is, that's where you guys can check out the, uh, the things. So put your names down for the auctions. Um, and remember, it's for a good cause, guys. All right, make some noise. All right. Let's hear it for Brian. All right, I got to plug something else. Hey, on Halloween, next week on Halloween, uh, we're doing a psychic, um, what are we calling it? A psychic dinner, all right? So you come in, 40 bucks, you eat dinner. We're going to have a buffet-style dinner, and you get a psychic reading for 40 bucks. What about the pimps and hoes? Well, wait. So, (laughs) So that's Halloween afternoon, and then later on at night, we have the world-famous Pimp and Ho Halloween costume party, which is uh, eight years running. It's the best party on the island. People come from Manhattan, Montauk, Jersey. It's a huge party. So Brian, I'll I see you guys are, on Halloween. I think we have some music for the Pimps and Hoes. Okay. Yeah, it's a little cooler than that, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little behind in the times. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) That was a big underwear, man. That's big underwear music. (laughs) All right, let's party. All right. right. We thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks, Brian. Have a great night. The raffles will begin. And anybody uh, who wants to check out LIPRI, give your website. Guys, you can check us out at LIPRI.org. Yes. And you can check us out at islandghostradio.com. And we thank everyone for coming down.